Hello. Hi. And welcome to the latest episode of The Peak and the Pit. I'm Jazz. I'm Kat. And that was a phone noise. Did no one hear it? Welcome back. Mental Health Awareness Week, guys. It's Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell we're slightly losing the plot the longer the week goes on? <laughs> How are you, Kat? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. You know, Mental Health Awareness Week means a lot to me. So it's been a really inspiring week. and I've really enjoyed listening to everyone's stories. I know it has been good. And it's so good to see all the hard work paying off, isn't it? I know people are enjoying what we've done. So thank you so much for, for tuning in, guys. So we've got Jay Sky, and we did put to him about social media and how that impacts our mental health. It's a huge thing at the moment, isn't it, Kat? So. It is, and I love to hear people's views on um, social media because, as you know, I came off social media for such a long time, so it's interesting to find out how someone's a public figure as well, what their views are. Should we see what Jay Sky's got to say? Yeah, let's go and do that. Thank you so much for joining us, Jay. This is our week special of we're like 10 minutes chatting about mental health for Mental Health Awareness Week. Hi, girls. Hi. <laughs> Thank How you so you? much for having me. I love what you're doing. I think it's a very important topic and obviously it's an important week as well. But um, yeah, positives and things to look forward to. I'm all about that life. Aren't we all? How are you? How have you been? I'm okay. Um, like everyone else, I've I've had my my highs and my lows during the lockdown and, and readjusting to life at home. And and obviously, I think um, I've been one of the lucky ones in terms of having a routine and a job to go to. But at the same time, we've been triggered by things we've seen on social media and things we've seen in the news. And I think podcasts are a great way to, to not only get conversation from familiar voices that you're used to, but also to, to navigate the emotions you might be feeling with current topics. Yeah, that was a great intro. Yeah. So what we normally do um, is we ask everybody what their peak and pit of the week is. So what is your peak and pit of the week? Um, gosh, lots of peaks. Um, I'm on a, well, yeah, I think it's important to always have many. Um, sometimes a peak might not be there until you, you start listing down the things that you appreciate. And then you actually, that was a, a really strong peak. But my friend um, who was on a show called Naked Beach with, she's brought a book. It comes out today. And she got me to be one of the guest spots in this book. So that's definitely a peak. And for her as well, because before it came out, when it first went up for pre-order, it got number one on Amazon's Movers and Shakers charts in the first 24 hours of it going live. And I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I should write a book. That's incredible. But um, it's, it's all about um, body image for children. It's called Body Happy Kids. And it helps kids navigate um, some of the challenges that they might face and also gives parents and allies tools and teachers so it's a really good book um, and I do a chapter on um, the, the conversation between clothing and how that might inspire certain moods and reactions and things of that nature so that's a massive peak for me because I love books I'm a little bit of a bookworm that's huge well done thank you well thank that's you to, to Molly Forbes who, who the author of the book is and she's all about um, improving things for children she's a mother herself and she's navigating um lockdown life whilst homeschooling and doing her bits on the radio and and, and um yeah I, I, I'm I'm inspired by her so I was happy to be part of that conversation nice so what's been your pit um pit I think it would be a pit regardless of the lockdown or not but I have a, a little bit of a bugbear with certain people in my life I'm not going to like name any names and be shady or anything but I think <laughs> when there's people that don't reply 
the numerous messages on social media, that's a little bit of a bugbear for me, especially when right now we're not going anywhere and you can see that they're still commenting and posting and doing other things. And I think I'm just getting to the point where, where in the past I'd just be quite happy-go-lucky pretend it never happened and keep, keep trying, basically, um, because you want something else of it. Like, for example, BBC Introducing, it's a massive platform and I'm always like trying to get more exposure through that network. Today, I think I lost my patience a little bit and I messaged one of the producers and I was like, listen, what's going on? You're ignoring every single email. I'm not just anybody on the street anymore. I work at the BBC too. It's like ignoring one of you, one of your colleagues, basically. You don't have to put me on the show, but you can still reply to an email. And yeah. straight away, I got a response back and that told me that, oh, you see the message and you, you're quick to reply when it's a, an attack on your character, but not... I might be being really petty here, but something got inside of me today and I had to address it. No, I think I think we all have a... I get it with casting directors, so I email yeah. a lot of casting directors. And I just think it's common courtesy to just drop That's an email, it. even if it's a standard blanket that you've already printed, copy-paste, see you later. It doesn't even have to be too jasmine. Just send me an acknowledgement. Exactly that. Like, we're all in this together. We've all started out at the same point. Why would you not acknowledge someone who's just trying to fulfil their dreams, basically? Why would Definitely. you not? So I'm with you on that one. What a very lovely pick. I think got me I riled. I'm like, it's that now, like, <laughs> it's very relatable, definitely. Burnt my bridges with them because um, I think it ended with me pretty much telling them that I was going to delete my profile with BBC Introducing and, and just move on. <laughs> and I said, like, <laughs> what's going to end up happening is, I, like, I'm all for Manchester. And I just literally said to them, if I lived in another city, they'd be promoting me more than you would. But it's got to the point now where I don't actually care. I just had this target in my head to get on there. But it's a case of it wouldn't really change anything for me. It wouldn't get me any more plays. Most people don't even notice it. It'd just be something I wanted to tick off. But now I'm not annoyed by it. I'm going to just move away from it. And then when I get bigger, it'll be a case of you guys will be like, oh, Jay Sky from Manchester, we're so proud of you. We, we support and love you. And I'd be like, well, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, yes. you didn't at all. There yeah. you go. The best re revenge is success anyway. So That's it, Catherine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got to make it now. I've got to keep, I've got to keep going. <laughs> yeah. You will. You will. So obviously we're all about like positive mental health and stuff. We, you're quite big on social media. You've got a huge social media presence. Thanks. You're, you're big on like the Manchester scene. Yeah. So I just want your views on how social media can affect people's mental health. It depends on, on um, your state of mind going into social media and also what you want to get out of the internet. A lot of people go on there because they're bored or because they think that's what they're supposed to do or because of routine. And they'll go there maybe not feeling 100% fulfilled and, and what they'll get from it then will be a lot of the negative aspects of it. Whereas if you have a clear goal in your mind, like, okay, I'm using it to promote this or I'm using it to get this information or maybe I'm just using it for entertainment then maybe that sets a little bit more of um, a framework in terms of boundaries of what to expect. Because if you're lacking something, say, for example, you're lacking love in your life or companionship, and you go on the internet, you go on a dating app, you go on a profile, and you don't get that back, that leaves space for you to be vulnerable and more susceptible to, to feeling like I'm not enough or comparing yourself to the highlights of someone else's life. And maybe often thinking that the only way to get success is to emulate what you see via these channels and like 
I would love to, like, I don't think I'm big in the game when it comes to Instagram. And I see like people like yourself or Chanel killing it and getting loads of likes and loads of people loving you and stuff like that. And I think, oh, maybe I'm not enough. But then it's like, actually, what do I want to achieve? I don't need to have to go for what everyone else gets. Like every, success is there for everyone in their own way. And in terms of the jobs I want and the things I want to do, I mean, social media is just a nice to have and not an essential. I mean, it doesn't pay my bills. I'd like it to. I tried, but I didn't get it. I mean, I get a few odd pieces of clothing down again, but never really like the big books or anything like that. And that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm an older person now, I guess. That is so true. You think, honestly, you see these people and they're making fortunes. Molly May, for example, like yes. she's just on pounds after pounds promoting X, Y and Z. And you think, oh, yeah, I can do that. I'll yeah. boost my social media following. I'll tell you right now, right, I went through a stage when I first left Hollyoaks. I had a contract with Miss Pat. Okay. Right. That was, it was great. I had to post twice a week and it was a rolling monthly contract and that paid and it was lovely. I can't tell you how stressful it is. It's pressure. Pressure. The outfits, <laughs> if they don't fit, you've still got to try and make it look like it fits because that's the, they send you specific outfits. So you can't, you can't go in there and go, that would look nice on my body type. Oh, that looks good. It's, they send you stuff in the post and you've got to make that work for you. Some of the stuff, right? They sent me a jumpsuit once. I'm four foot 11, right? <laughs> Even in my tallest heels, I put this jumpsuit on. I'm stood on a rock in the garden trying to make it work. It was so <laughs> stressful. It's the like, job. And when it's a job, it takes the fun element out of it because you've got to do it. You're not doing it because you want to. You're doing it because you have to. And I'd panic. And then there'd be times where I've, I've been busy doing something all day. And then I'd go, oh, crap, I've got a post at six o'clock tonight. I'm running around putting a full face of makeup on, straight in my hair, running around the house going, where can I take a nice picture? <laughs> Literally moving my bedroom around so it looks different. The images look different. And it's stressful. It's very yeah, stressful. Absolutely. And, and a I lot think- of the people who you look up to on social media as well, it's like we think, because they make it look easy, right? And, and we think that they've got all of the confidence in the world. But what usually happens is the people that are killing it the most are often the most insecure because they're getting the most interaction and they're putting themselves out there the most regularly. And then they have to hold themselves up to the standard that they've created, which often ain't easy. No, no, definitely not. What would your advice be for someone who is struggling with social media because of all the pressures around being perfect? There. I'd say take a week off it or take a month off it or take as long as you need off it first to, to spend time building yourself up you need to go into social media armed with a sense of who you are and what you want to achieve out of it and know that what you've got to offer is just as valuable as what anyone else has got on their platform a lot of the time we we see things and we and it changes our approach to it and and we all end up eventually getting very very similar content and that's not the, the way to keep social media exciting i think if we all stick to what we're good at and, and what we bring to the table i think there's room for us all to grow definitely i like that i like that there's no there shouldn't be a competition we shouldn't be competing yeah. it should just be let everyone stay in their own lane do their own thing oh and absolutely and also i'd add to that i'd say support your friends just as much as you support I don't know Beyonce because end of the day it means more to your friends 100% I like that I like that you've done reality tv you did naked beats I did how do you think reality tv it's been in the media loads recently Uh, we're talking Caroline Flack and all that kind of stuff 
How do you think reality TV can affect a person's mental health? It's very much the same as social media in that you get a snapshot of a perceived reality um, and it's put there for public consumption for us all to, to share our opinion on or maybe be inspired by or maybe even lay into. It, it's just all there to provoke a reaction. And just like with social media, I'd say like the, the strongest opinion or the loudest voices are the ones that get the most attention, um, often the most praise, but it's also the most divisive. It's, it's, it's all um, inspired to, to keep our minds active and, and often to distract us from some of the world's bigger issues, I find. But it's a sense of outlet um, and of entertainment. But in terms of mental health, it's a case of when I put myself out there on social media, I, I knew I was, I was putting myself in a position to get good and, and bad. And a lot of the times um, when we see horror stories, it's usually because people don't expect the bad or they don't have a sense of actually not everyone's going to like me or everyone's going to get me and, and maybe they care too much about being liked, which is not a bad thing. I mean, I'd, I want to be liked, but at the same time, if I'm not, but I'm still helping or adding to a conversation, that's just as important because further down the line, maybe as we become more evolved, people will see the bigger picture and think actually what he represented then, it was the start of something more important than people weren't ready to hear. I like it. I think you've got a really good outlook on it. I think it's really, you're very level-headed with what, how you see it. I think you've probably had it always. I think we all have on social media. We, we, it's a very dark and dismal place when we allow it to be. So I do think you're very level-headed with that. I like it. I think I've just come through it. Um, I had to learn some lessons very early on, luckily, um, very quickly. And I, I'm fortunate that I've got the family that I've got because I tell you, nowadays, like I, st I still do get the odd bad comment. People probably think I don't, but because I don't respond to it, no one will really see it. And people forget that. The second you respond to it, the second you draw attention to it and, and let everyone know, oh, this is a possible opinion that you can have about this person. And also it's the vulnerability that they've got because look at the engagement they've got off the back of it. When you put yourself in a position of being with followers and people jumping onto every little thing that you say, we have to be so careful. And I think that's so sad that you kind of have to lose your opinion. Yeah. And you can't have a say in something. And sometimes when someone has been horrible or nasty or done something disgusting towards you, you then can't retaliate. You're like, well, I can't. I have to just sit back. I mean, some people have made it their, their brand to be good at retaliating but I learned very quickly that that was not going to be my brand and that was not what was going to work for me um and I think it's harder sometimes to be the bigger person and not say anything and like and play the long game and, and just wait things out because you're left with that feeling and, and then you have to find other other forms of therapy to cleanse yourself of those feelings I mean for me I had I literally had therapy <laughs> that was my outlet but yeah. um it, it's just one of those those things it's like you have to find what you want social media to be used for. Um, and for me, it is for, for work. And so in that respect, I have to treat it like LinkedIn. I have to just say, if it ain't cute, keep it mute. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> what a caption. That is going to be the caption of this episode. If love it ain't it. cute, keep it mute. <laughs> That's brilliant, Jay. I love it. Thanks, Jess. I love it. <laughs> Finally, uh, what would be your top tip? for anyone who's suffering with poor mental health at the moment? People forget, and, and you'll know this as well, because you're an athlete, you like to do your exercise. 
um, mental health is intrinsically linked to your physical health. So sometimes if you're not feeling great, maybe it's because you're not treating your body great. People underestimate the power of sleep, of water, of fresh air, of a tidy environment, um, of good interactions with people. Like maybe you're surrounded by toxic people. Maybe people like you're with don't have your interests at heart. And if they don't, don't be scared to be by yourself and to work on your inner conversation. Um, maybe listen to a, a podcast like this. Maybe listen to some affirmations like Louise Hay. She's great. She does some great morning mindfulness ones on YouTube. They're all free. The, the knowledge is out there and it is free. It's just um, getting in tune with what works for you, finding your groove in life. Um, it could be maybe listen to some music. Like I love Marvin Gaye. I love Pavarotti. I love all the old school reggae stuff. And I think music nowadays, as much as I'm supposed to be all about that because I do the radio stuff, I think that the classics have, have more of a healing power to them. So just find what works for you. There's no right or wrong answer, but you will know what feels right. And, and if you get a, a bad feeling in the gut, if you stomach about something, that is literally the universe tapping you on the shoulder to warn you. And if something bad happens after you've followed a bad gut feeling, then maybe you need to quickly change the path that you're on but follow the things that feel great and, and, and be kind to yourself. Yeah, love it. Thank you so much for coming in today. Yeah, thank you for having me and keep doing what you're doing as well, because it is such an important message. And I like that it's two different women coming together, girl power and all of that as well. And yeah. um, you know I mean, the world needs more stuff like this. It really does. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. It's been great to chat. Cheers, Jazz. Thanks, Kat. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on Mental Health Awareness Week. If you haven't already, then please do get yourself to our Instagram page at the peak in the pits underscore podcast, where you'll find we've got a lovely little giveaway. What have we got, Kat? We've got a meal and drink at Red's True Barbecue and also a meal and drink at Impossible Manchester. We've also got three cocktails. <gasps> Can we win the giveaway? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> And do join us tomorrow where we'll speak to another amazing guest with another incredible story. If you have found something we've spoken about to be triggering, then there is a 24-7 mental health tech support line in the UK. All you need to do is text SHOUT to 85258 and someone will be on hand to help you talk it through. I think that is exactly what we need to do. Sometimes you've just got to talk it through, haven't you, Kat? Yeah, you do, absolutely. Um do make sure that if you are struggling at the moment, reach out to someone or reach out to some of the services that you've mentioned. Yeah, there are some incredible services and you will find a list of them. And I think one of our first ever Instagram posts, we listed all the services in the UK. So do just go and check them out if you feel that you need to speak to someone. Join us tomorrow, guys. Yes, and make sure you tune in tomorrow to find out who we speak to you next. Can't wait.